And okay, I'm recording too. I have to record this in Ableton because for whatever reason, my <laughs> Mac updated and it just or it didn't update. I guess like Logic updated, yes, but you have to Logic update your Mac. I do not like it. That's terrible. I don't know why they did that. So now we're Uh-oh. recording a podcast in Ableton, which I think makes a lot of sense. That's yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, those um, those Ableton, uh, you know, the 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 gain in Ableton is so much warmer than in, uh, in yeah. Logic. So cooler. If plugins, there's a if there's know. a part of the podcast you really like, we could just keep it going. Exactly. <laughs> I could loop it a little bit. Yeah, Warp you're gonna it. have to loop this one. Speed it up. We can do a little bit of time stretching. That'd be great. We should Dog maybe jokes. try. We could try to do it like a little bit more experimental this time if we want to. We can just kind of record loose audio and like staple it together and we'll just see what comes of it. We'll put the stems on Patreon. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think it's, it's a good way to go because you only have to really record like five minutes and then you can yeah. just like put it through a time stretcher and it make it an hour and a half. Exactly. Oh. And we could record like 10 episodes r- right now and just kind of bank them and, and make the listeners to, work for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to, you know, kind of encode it in a secretive way. So if they really want to hear what we're saying, you know, they have to, they have to, uh, you know, take it into their own hands. I think that's a really good and accessible idea. We've all I mean, got a little extra time on our hands. So why not? Right. Yeah. What else are you doing? People don't really want conversations anymore. What they want is highly textual sound art. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we should move toward that. You have to listen to the people. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we're going. So welcome our guest <laughs> on the pod. Uh, we have. Sadie Dupree from Speedy Ortiz and Sad Thirteen. Hello. What's up? How are you today? I am just just fine today, like most days. Just capped it fine. We talked briefly yesterday that you were gonna like cook a brunch yeah. before this. I really want to know what you did. This was <laughs> a more calm brunch than normal. Some weeks I'll do like a few hours of multi-level like baking and sauce cooking and all kinds of things but today i just did like a chilaquiles and um then put those into tacos which i know is maybe a controversial move but yeah it was like a nice little uh breakfast chilaquiles thing good yeah Yeah, i've watched your uh your stories when you post about it and like as a vegan trapped at home that normally eats out i'm experimenting more with cooking yeah, I was I was having a good time with it maybe the first six weeks. Now I'm just like, I would do anything to go into a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Other than like, perhaps I've go into every, a restaurant. <laughs> you're like, I've made every food that could be made by a person. I'm, I've done. I've done everything. It's time for me to go back to a restaurant. I've kind of hit my own capacity of flavors I know how to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I... Uh, you know, I'm going to start veering into some weird territory that, that may or may not be successful. <laughs> you have to know. You have to try it to know if you like it. So, you know, yeah. success. It's like, you know, you have to experiment to uh, to reach new levels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my big experiment the past few weeks is I made a bunch of strawberry rhubarb jam. And I've been mm-hmm. putting that into different savory dishes. So I did like a Ooh. fake fried fish tacos thing. That was with um, like a spicy strawberry rhubarb salsa aioli thing. I did um, a barbecue jackfruit and I used the strawberry rhubarb to make the barbecue sauce. 
Damn. So that's been like my my more experimental end. But chilaquiles can't argue with it. It's kind of hard to fuck up. True. Sounds like strawberry rhubarb can get you a long way. Yeah. Surprisingly versatile. Surprisingly so. Especially if you don't make it too. I didn't put sugar in this time, mm-hmm. um, which made it more versatile for the savory stuff. There you go. Pro tip. I'm actually uh, experimenting right now. I'm beginning to uh, have a hunch that I may be allergic to weed. So weed. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> testing it slowly. Because like yeah. every now and then I get hives and I'm having a feeling oh. that it's from weed. I like looked it up and like you're, marijuana you're supposed allergy to get, can cause that. Jeff, you're supposed to get high, not yeah. hives. That's your problem. I mean, I'm... It seems as if I'm killing two birds and getting stoned. At the same like time. ruin a band name by changing one letter. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we can't make fun of the hives. The classic, <laughs> the classic. Right. What, were they Swedish? They're Swedish, right? That sounds very true. Uh, I think so. Oh man, the, the hives. hives. What was that? That brings song? me back to eighth grade. What was like this? This the like tick tick boom. That was it. Tick tick boom. Is yeah. Tick tick boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. That was a big one. Yeah, they're from Sweden. Is the other one that I'm confusing them with, possibly? Yeah, they they came out at like the same time, but the Vines was like the Australian Nirvana ripoff. Uh, (laughs) got it. I think their song was like Get Free. Yeah, that's the one I I thought was the Get Free. (laughs) That song is actually kind of sick. Like in (laughs) retrospect, at the time in middle school, I was like, man, fuck the Vines. But now I'm like. I'm remembering it like in the shower, you know? And yeah. It's like a bush oh, yeah, B-side. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Twizzlers versus Red Vines. You know what I mean? You stay really hard in the Twizzlers camp for a long time and then you realize <laughs> Red Vines come in a bucket. They come <laughs> and, in a bucket? What? Yeah, you can get a bucket of Red Vines. Yeah. That's good to know because licorice is a good vegan candy source. Gotcha. Is it vegan? I, think- I didn't know. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a thing though, something about buying, like there's, I think it's just like specifically red vines and Twizzlers, but if I eat like a certain amount of them, I think it like, I think there's some sort of chemical reaction or something that goes on in your stomach. It's like not okay. Like well, you, you don't feel hives? right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the newest, the newest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, they use licorice oh, to wow, like yes. food poison people. <laughs> the like car dealership licorice. Yeah, exactly. I did so a messed up thing right at the start of quarantine, which is... Obviously, the the Curb season had just started. So after it finished, I watched all of Curb in a row other than season 10 um, because I had just watched it. So season 10 now feels like the the very first season of Curb because it was (laughs) so long ago and to stay at home. So you're like talking about an episode from two months ago, but it feels like one from like 2004. This is from season one of Curb Your Enthusiasm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, um, I've been watching season seven, like the Seinfeld reunion one yeah, and, um, just tons of like deleted Seinfeld behind the scenes stuff on YouTube, like a nonstop for the past week. Mm. I thought that season held up better. I think that's my favorite one. Seven. Yeah. I remember not really liking it when it first was on, but this <laughs> it's during stay at home. Yeah, genius. exactly. You know, you got to revisit things you might not have liked, you know, put the rhubarb jam on something new, you know? Oh, yeah. There you go. (laughs) It's kind of, when you think about it, that's kind of a metaphor, Jeff. 
it's a metaphor for life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Damn. don't you know? I didn't. I didn't coin it. So I'm not a. I'm not my my dishes are not that uh, complex. I had some frosted flakes before we started recording. Mm. <laughs> Nothing wrong with frosted flakes. It was good. I mean, the they were at a cinnamon toast crunch at the uh, the corner store, and I was kind of. And excuse me for butting in here, but I was kind of hoping you would say they were great. Yeah, I was hoping <laughs> yeah. they'd be great. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, I am actually going to have to have you say that again, Jeff, because Frosted Flakes is sponsoring this episode. Oh shit! Uh, Frosted so we, Flakes. You, we need great. you to do. Yeah, we we needed to do the integrated line read uh, correctly, please. Okay, and the copy is they're great. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think it's Flakes, specifically. They, wait they a were second. Great. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hold up. Let's try that again. It's they're more than good. They're oh, great. Okay. Yeah, it's really important. There's a there's a note in here that contracts void if you don't say those exact words. So. What happened to Tony? Why am I reading this shit? Yeah. So Tony's sick. Oh fuck. How about Tony's <laughs> <not good>. son? <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> There we go. We got it. We got it, folks. All right. I think that counts. We can piece it together after the fact. Like yeah, I said, recording oh, in yeah. Ableton, so we should be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Chopped and screwed. Makes yeah. sense. But uh, Sadie, so I thought this would be a good time to ask you on the pod because you just released a new single. I did. I'm, I'm so distracted now because I've Googled Tony the Tiger's son. <laughs> and now I have like a spreadsheet open of Tony's entire family. Sadie's like, I don't want to talk about my own work right now. I'd rather talk about this Tony the Tiger lore. Well, the voice actor has died. Oh, wow. Six years Wait, ago. Really? Oh, okay. So maybe uh, we should was... all be auditioning in this episode. I want to read some like Tony the Tiger fan fiction. Well, he's got a kid. He's got two children, apparently. I only knew about Tony Jr. But there's some really good commercials that feature his whole family from like the 80s. Oh, shit. The, I'm, pulling up, uh, I'm pulling up the ad mascot wiki. There's a ooh, Wikipedia ooh. for ad mascots. Hello. I love the internet. Holy shit. Wow. I'm going to have to do a deep dive. He's got a cute, his family's very cute. Mm-hmm. Frosted Rice. That was Tony Jr.'s cereal. Do you guys think there's going to be like a Tiger King Frosted Flakes crossover commercial? Oh, could be, could man. be sick. It seems like the time has already kind of passed for that. Like Tiger King's kind of over in the in the in the in the Twitter uh, meme world. Yeah, but the Nicolas Cage movie is going to come out. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Nicolas Cage Tiger King. Nicolas Cage is playing Joe Exotic in a series. Oh my what? god. When oh hell? my uh, they god! It. I don't know, um, Aaron. Can you pull up like an article about it? All right. Oh my god! It's like everything that just, that just broke my brain. <laughs> everything that just remotely insane. permeates like human consciousness. People are like, we got it. We got to milk this shit till it's dry. <laughs> it's it's gonna like come the out Cage like series. Nicholas Cage to play Tiger King's Joe Exotic in scripted series from American Vandal showrunner. Okay. Insane. God, dude. I mean, I'm going to watch it, obviously. Everyone that was quarantined is going to watch it. I mean, if it was any other actor, I would not even be interested in the slightest. But the Nick Cage makes me at least a little bit interested. Well, because there's such a spectrum. It can be amazing or it can be terrible. And either way, it's going to be amazing. It's still going to be good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you know. I watched um, Mom and Dad at some point in this quarantine. Have you seen this movie? 
I no. know. Is that a no. Nick Cage movie? It's a Nick Cage movie. I think Selma Blair plays the mom to his dad. And the plot is that some radio frequency is causing all parents to murder their children. Oh my, oh God. my God. Yo, that's so, like 5G. Um, Damn. Nick Cage really wants to kill his children. Oh my God. And then the in-laws show up. It's great. It's really great. It's, it's a sad. comedy, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a comedy. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, at first I thought you were going to talk about Family Man, where he is like, or is it The Weatherman? He's in The Weatherman. Which one is that? He has like a, he's like a weatherman. He carries like a crossbow around. He's got like a dysfunctional family. <laughs> it's like kind of like it's him trying to do like a Wes Anderson, Bill Murray type thing. Okay. Like a, I'm like an old c- comic actor, but like I'm respectable now. I feel like Nick Cage, like because that was the same year. Mom and Dad kind of the same year as the Killing of Sacred Deer. I feel like Nick Cage was like kind of upset he wasn't cast in that movie, so he was like, "I need there to be another movie about killing your children." <laughs> that's true. They were probably competing. <laughs> Seems to get like it where out. he was at. Yeah, that it's that's a pretty tough sell to be the first child killing movie of the year. Oh my god. I mean- I feel like we may have missed out on the Nick Cage. It may have been the better one. It could have been. I didn't see it. There's still time. What was your review, Sadie? Of Mom and Dad? Yeah, Mom and Dad. I I think I gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd, but I I loved it. (laughs) See, I need to like, I need to, I I like made a Letterboxd account, but I haven't done anything on it. So during this quarantine, I need to just like start remembering every movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah just gotta I, make I've had an account, account for a few years and I haven't been using it, but I was like, I, I, there's no way I'll remember anything I do at home if I don't <laughs> let tell you know the internet started, all of it. I started watching because I'd never seen these before. I'd never seen any of the Twilight movies before. Oh, I, I, well, I did that pre-quarantine, but I did that this year. Yeah, um, it, it's honestly amazing. Those you watch movies all of them? blow my mind. There's in a, in a good way, like especially the first one um for so many different reasons but the biggest reason and from my perspective is that the whole movie is so blue the color grading Mm. is insane it's like so blue and i'm like i don't know that that was that was my big first takeaway is how blue it was they just don't make movies like that anymore all of them Uh, i need to re i need to watch the last two which is the the breaking dawn are there five altogether yeah so, that, that was back when every book adaptation was t- at least two movies. There was like a stretch of years where like Harry Potter and like that movie and like because well, the books were too long. Yeah, well, and they yeah, wanted to milk as much money as they could. But then out the of Hobbit them. happened, and they were like, "Let's take a really short book and yeah, make three, three movies." <laughs> That's um, I watched yeah, all I these Twilight that. movies, or, or I thought I did. And I thought there were four of them, so I watched four movies and and thought I'd seen the whole series and didn't have any like questions. There were no plot holes that I was confused about. And um, <laughs> one of my bandmates informed me that there's like a maybe it's the third movie that I missed. And I thought oh. I was being pranked because I was like, I didn't miss anything. Nothing felt unresolved. There's no way I missed the middle movie of five movies. But I absolutely You're like, everything did. <laughs> makes perfect sense. <laughs> There's in these literally movies. no. So I guess the third movie makes no difference in the the end result of Twilight. It's probably yeah. just filler. That's that would be a pretty like note. psychotic prank to pull on somebody though. Like I, convince I was, them. <laughs> I felt insane. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. Um, yeah, Twilight. Uh, 
it's it's a great time capsule for like late 2000s early 2010s mm. um vibes that's, weren't the that's, soundtracks like really cool didn't they have like like death cab and like indie bands yeah or something? they had that um sounds, yeah they had radiohead and muse on one soundtrack how can that even be allowed <laughs> i know it sounds illegal to do that but it's they like did. you might as well uh, just say there were two radiohead songs on there yeah <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't it like super massive black hole or something? Yes, exactly. Yeah. You're right. Such yeah, a I'm banger, not, honestly. I'm only familiar with the Twilight series from uh, pop culture. So I know a little bit, but maybe I should dive in. feel like the first I mean, you have to. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say watch all of them because the first one is the only one that really like resonated with me. But purely as a cultural touchstone, like relic of 2008. That's that's why I liked it is because it was so hardcore 2008 vibes i'm absolutely skipping the fucking third one because obviously you don't need to watch it (laughs) (laughs) is it the third one where she's dating jacob yes yeah Yeah, i missed it (laughs) the wolf the wolf boy (laughs) i just you know i've waited too long to pick which team i'm on i know it's time to decide yeah i think edward that's the other guy yeah edward is the the shiny vampire man I was very much team Jacob until he falls in love with and marries a child. Yeah. Jacob, I don't know. Jacob (laughs) had some problematic moments. It really spoils the Jacob. They both fucking suck. They both are very And she fucking sucks too. I mean well, yeah, that it's it's a it's a hate triangle is what I would describe it (laughs) as. It's they all have nothing but disdain for each other, but they can't they can't resist each other at all. Um, in a in a similar light, like vampire related, I've been watching that What We Do in the Shadow show. It's pretty good. I watched a little bit of that. I it's like the funny. movie. The movie is I all right. I think the, the show is all better. right. You think is the show is better than the movie? An adult swim so. show? It, it, I think it's on I FX. I don't know about that. Oh, FX. Yeah. But it's uh, it's pretty good. It's like on right now, like new episodes every week. So something new to look forward to. Wow. Everything I was looking forward to they stopped production on. <laughs> what was it? Like, what have I been looking forward to that's not going to happen now? Yeah. I think they just started shooting Barry. Um, Ooh, and it was yeah, supposed to yeah. be out right around now. And now that's Fargo, I think, is the other one. I'm pissed Better Call Saul is, like, delayed again the last season or whatever. For Because of, of COVID? Yeah, just filming and stuff, you know? Yeah. Everything's, like, pushed back a year. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's crazy because like, you know, there's probably a month or two to three. I don't know how much longer, but like there's going to be like a slow drip of content that's already in the can. Mm -hmm. Um, But like at the end of the year or like early next year, there's like, what are they going to do? Like, I just I'm really curious to see like what what will what will be happening? Um, It's remastered time. Yeah, like, be, I like, feel like they're just going to re-release like a ton of shit. It's going to be time um, to scan that's, that film. Yeah, they're going to tell us. My friend who works it. in TV is telling me that production will probably reopen there before a lot of other things because they have so much money and they can afford to just have on-site testing for everyone every day. That, oh my God. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. And I don't like it, but yeah. Well, the prospect of no new content for like six plus months is like what about the unfathomable YouTubers? to me 
What well, about the YouTubers, the yeah, bloggers? Right. Oh god. I'm so yeah, sick of anything shot in the a house talkers, already. Dude, I literally sure. it's the worst thing of all time. <laughs> I watched the I'm I, you know, I I watched Drag Race and like I'm not a diehard fan or anything, but I follow the show. And they had their like reunion episode last night, and it was the most boring shit I've ever seen. They're all just sitting there on their webcam, and I'm like, I if I have to watch one more fucking webcam show, I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't take it anymore. It's so cringe to me. It's pretty cringe, you know. I'm still just, watching I, it every day, yeah. all the time. But I mean, I, it's just I I just don't want to see that. <laughs> it's just it's like I don't know. I don't know. Well, did you it's did anybody watch that? Um, Parks and Rec. I was they just going like to mention a, that. Yeah, it, it, it was, was actually pretty sick. No, oh, I thought liked it was it? pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> It was hard for me. I didn't like, I hate when people sing in TV shows. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, really singing. <laughs> it wasn't great, but it was something new, which was okay. <sighs> Jeff's I watched mean, everything, by the way. He's he's done. I've watched like, a he lot. Has to, he has to just kind of, he's relying on like the teat of webcam content right now. He has nothing else to well, watch. The past couple days, I've just been watching people eat hot peppers. Like, oh, that's fun. Hot pepper challenges. That's interesting. Yeah, I yeah. like that. The one Parks and Rec thing I really liked was when Megan Mullally showed up because I kind of forgot that she's married to Nick Offerman, and it just yeah, it was uh, sick. I was I laughed out loud at the reminder that um, they don't have to be separated. <laughs> exactly. It was pretty. Like, it was there was okay. no reason for that character to be there other than that the actors are are spouses stuck together yep. forever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've been, I've been watching the hot pepper thing. There's like a, a compilation of like newscasters trying to do it on the news and really losing their shit, which has been amazing to watch. Eat hot peppers or like, there's this thing called the one chip challenge, which is like, it's like ghost pepper and Carolina reaper pepper on like one individually wrapped tortilla chip. It's like impossible to eat one. And you have to eat it and like you can like film it for a viral challenge to like win a contest. I guess it's from like 2017. Is it a Fuego Box thing? I kind of remember this. Yeah, it's called like the Paquito One Chip Challenge. Mm. And uh, I watched a guy eat 32 of them (laughs) for like 40 minutes the other day. (laughs) Wow. Just passively, passively testing my Uh, marijuana allergy. But like when you when you eat a hot pepper that's like that hot. Like it just stays with you for like over an hour. I remember I was at like a wedding and someone like brought me like these little tiny peppers and they were like, we just had some of these and they're pretty bad. And they said they'd have one if you have one. And I was like, well, you know, I'm always down with just joint suffering. So I decided to have one. I remember like throwing up like three times, just could not get over it. It was the most painful thing of all time. I was like scrubbing my mouth out with paper towels in the bathroom. We need I, milk. That's the I drank, thing. I drank three Diet Cokes out of the fridge because I was like, maybe the fizz will help. I just like straight up just cracked open 12 ounce cans of Diet Coke, chugged them one by one, and just was hoping that something would stop it. And nothing stopped it. <laughs> I learned quickly from these videos that it's pretty bad. soda is not going to help you. Yeah. Have you that can't milk. get the... It's, uh, it's over. You can't get these chips anymore. They're They're gone. They, they, you can't get them directly from Pocky. It looks like they're on an internet store that I personally don't patronize for $50. $50. Oh Let me check oh eBay. God. I watched one and it was like a guy in 
Las Vegas, like paying people $15 on the street to eat them, like a challenge for his YouTube channel. And they had like a guy dressed as a zombie doing like a walking dead parade, try to eat one. He was just like losing it. They're all losing it. Wow. I'm like ready to buy this thing, but <laughs> if you do it, if you get it, you have to it's, film them. You have course. to film yourself eating it. It's on eBay for $33, which still seems a little steep. And that's just yeah. one chip. It's one chip. One it's a single chip. chip for $50? But it's like, you know, going out for Valentine's Day or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't Sometimes wait to subject to myself to an hour of pure pain and pay for the privilege. It's probably more than an hour, honestly, at yeah. that point. No, it probably yeah. Your stomach's not going to have a good time getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, when I, some of the videos, is just people like putting like chocolate pudding all over their face. I saw this guy freaking out, <laughs> telling his wife that he needs to call an ambulance. And then his kids are just like making fun of him in the background the whole time. Dang. He was like, I'm sweating and my sweat burns. He's like, can the, someone Google if this happens? What happens if your sweat burns? <laughs> the worst thing, though, seems to be this is a lot of packaging for one chip. Oh, it's yeah, so much. Seriously. That's probably, probably why they're, they're not making them anymore. Yeah. Not profitable. Wastefulness. It's, it's like a box coffin and then like a plastic film wrapping the chip. And you know the box coffin's probably also wrapped in plastic. And it's like Carbon they tell you not to insane. touch it directly, and all these people are like touching it and then wiping their eyes. They're like, "Oh, oh my god!" It's it's honestly like it's, it's worth it's worth watching for a couple hours just to see what <laughs> the next person's gonna do with it. We're gonna need you, Jeff, to start maybe saving a playlist of these. We'll just do like a deep dive one day. You can just true, rate them true. all for us. Show us some I'll, of your favorites, some highlights. We should we should crowdsource a chip for the three of us. I will not be partaking in that. I'm just going to be on the record. I'll take third. Yeah, okay. I'm you're so you're welcome to, to take my thing. spot. Um, <laughs> I'm down. This sounds like a recipe for great content. Mm, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I think what we could do is, though, we could buy the Pocky Haunted Ghost Pepper Chips and pretend that they're the, the one chip challenge ones and oh. just pretend like it wasn't even a big deal. Oh, yeah. Mm. Let's put a Dorito in. Yeah. Like a Sweden spicy chili Dorito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those we get those all, chips like, are a little bit spicy too. They're, I feel like um, I'm not easily phased, and those are those pack yeah. a little punch. Yeah, they definitely do. We could, we could all, all of us could like do one of those things. We record it with the ghost pepper chips. We can get like some of those thumbnail videos of us like reacting wild. We put it on a YouTube video, raking a couple of millions, billions mm-hmm. of views or whatever. We start putting the ad revenue. And it becomes an empire. We just do it a couple of times over and over. People will start paying yeah. us for guest appearances. Mm-hmm. Like the people who can, you know, do the chip challenges. Eventually, we're going to be found out. And it's going to be a huge, 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 huge issue. I mean, people yeah. are going to be talking about it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Facebook. One chip challenge game. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Yeah. And I'll we're be, be like, I'm just barred. a glamorous person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we kind of be uh, the Millie Vanilli of uh, chip challenges in a way. If, if we were found to be faking. Oh, they shit. would, yeah. They would, uh, we'd get caught, you know. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to go down if we get to go, if we get to reach such a high level, I'm willing to fall. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. you know, for sure. Sounds good. That's two thrills in once when you think about it. It's Getting like a to the very coaster. top and falling to the very bottom. Yeah. It's like, it's like investing in the stock market. 
I guess so. It's just like that, actually. Just I was like also it. thinking yeah. that. As far as I know, it's probably exactly the same as investing in the stock market. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, it, it is Personally. actually the same thing to do that. I mean, we are a uh, investments podcast, so it makes <clears throat> sense. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, it's probably time to talk about what shares to watch right now. All right, um, Jacob, what shares should we be watching? Coffee. Let me pull it up, pull up the um, the the ticker real quick, so we can. I've, I've done research beforehand, obviously, but mm-hmm. I just think it's always good to get the live data too, because you know days like Saturdays are what I I call them hot days uh, for a reason. Um, kind of like yeah. the chip. So the green the green line is looking like it's going uh, up right now. It was oh, down shit. previously, but it's looking like it's going up. And what I like to call it's a it's a lightning rising bull uh, bull print pattern right now. Okay, so that's something to be looking looking forward to. And what does that mean for us? Yeah, so I I mean it depends on what you're you know what you're holding right now. Um, if you're holding a lot, I um it, I just want to make a, a lot of money. Yeah. That's my goal. Um, yeah. So if you're if you're holding a lot, I'd say uh, it's you should be bracing for a dog fight. Um, but if you're holding a little, um, it's probably probably better to keep that in your purse. You know what I'm saying? And that makes uh, so, complete sense to me yeah. as someone with tons of money. And I also yeah. do want to say that I completely also understand what that means. Yeah. Some good makes ones sense. right here. Some good ones to get right now are. Uh, Dish Network. A lot of people are, are switching to Dish. Believe it or not, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, lots of people are swapping a Dish. There's um, nothing so. I want more than to install a Dish onto my apartment <laughs> right yeah. now. The, so the top of my building is like a Dish Network graveyard because, like, oh my god, no you one could like, probably you, you could probably hack into one of them. They don't come to take those dishes down, I guess, in New York because yeah. there's no way all these people have dish because a lot of them aren't connected or like the wires are cut. But there's mm-hmm. like at least 40 satellite dishes just sitting on top of the roof of this apartment building. <laughs> is there uh, is there homebrew for uh, the dish uh, the, satellites? There just might be. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the dishes are anyway, done, man. There's another really good one. Uh, 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 L Brands Inc. is looking great. Uh, make sure to check that one out. Um, what it's is looking that? like it's... Well, it's you know it's it's one of the better ones to buy, and uh, it's okay. gonna, yeah, it's got uh, it opened at fourteen fifty, and it's got an EPS of uh, minus two point five four. So that's sounding pretty good. I'm so excited that by makes hearing those numbers. Sense and and the bait the bait is at one point two eight, so I would get in quick because it's looking like it's a dagger handed uh, rising bull pattern. What about the alpha? Uh, the alpha is <laughs> it's it's good, so I would check that one Shit. out shit so that's the that's the that's the market update for today i love astrology yeah <laughs> <laughs> astrology <laughs> it'd be really funny if like the pattern or co-star or something started offering like stock advice in the <laughs> app yeah uh, someone needs someone needs to hack into that shit and make it happen honestly <laughs> yeah, like robin hood's They're probably gonna partner listening co-star is gonna have like different stock buys you should get if you're a sagittarius or they're like your day is going to be um, bad <laughs> yeah i mean imagine if it was tied to market data i think that's the that's the next step in astrology is is figuring mm. out a way to integrate that in do you know there's no astrologers that work for costar yes that's what i heard it's just how all did like they, how'd they do it <laughs> it's all like engineers and product people they just like read i guess online like what the stuff is they put in a bunch of numbers got some big old calculator punching okay. a couple of facts and figures and boom there it is i mean i feel like they've been they've been phoning it in lately 
Yeah. It's just like a my horoscope is either there's a quarantine or mm-hmm. like I think the other day I, it was like um stop trusting people and don't be a dick. <laughs> like verbatim. Like, wow. Just wow. that day though. That speaks volumes. Just that one day. <laughs> you know, makes sense. I can be a dick the next day and trust right. everything's I fine. Like. The stars align that way. Yeah. One second. I don't understand the Ableton timeline view. Oh, here we go. It's good to go. It's good to go. You know what? That Ableton timeline view. We're all good. We're all good. What is it good for? We have a uh, we have a guest today. <laughs> we have uh, Sadie like from Speedies and Sat Thirteen. I almost so, and I want to get your opinion on this. I have a I have a Sad Thirteen pin, but I didn't wear it during the podcast because I feel like it's like going to a show. You could just with, lie like, to me. I wouldn't know. On. Yeah, yeah, I'm wearing my Speedy Ortiz Simon Hanselman. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good. That's a that's a good merch item. And you have no way of knowing if I'm lying to you or not. That's true. I'm gonna hope you are. <laughs> you hope I'm lying? <laughs> Just to you know, bring a little excitement to our days. I am lying. I'm wearing a plain beige T-shirt. I feel like I'm on a game beige? show. <laughs> the uh, the Speedy Ortiz shirt is nearby me. It is here. I like. Um, I went from my apartment where my roommate was still working to my partner's apartment. I'm quarantining over here, so I had a limited amount of t-shirts I could bring with me. Mm. I just like. I'm gonna have to do the same thing bed. on um, on Monday. I have some apartment drama, and oh, my sure. partner's been here with me the past two months. And there's just been like there have been like three or four pretty major problems, all of which would warrant the landlord sending someone in to fix it. And I've mm. just been avoiding it because I don't want to um, expose someone to getting sick, expose either of us to getting sick. Mm-hmm. But then now that there are four problems, the final straw of which is a silverfish infestation, oh, we're yeah. going <laughs> to let the Whoa. landlord in. It's like all the books and records. They're they, it's, <laughs> it's literally, they like to eat books and clothing, and that's all that I have here. So um, they picked the right place, and now they, it's time for them to die. Oof. Yeah, but we're gonna have to go to his apartment for the next week, starting That's on Monday. Something I'm, I'm like constantly worried about silverfish. I I mean I see them once in a while. I, at first I was like I'm just never home enough to notice. They've probably always been here. Right. Um, but we started seeing a few a day, and uh, that means that they're infesting the walls and need to be exterminated. Apparently, they have way too cool of a name to be so bad. Like silverfish. Like it sounds like. Some sort of like mystical beast. They're pretty cool. Apparently, they don't even need to eat. They just do it because they feel like it. <laughs> That's fucking badasses, you know. Yeah, they're looks not. on their their Wikipedia page. It says they uh, they love eating first edition rare records the most. <laughs> I mean, so. yeah. I don't know about rare. But. <laughs> it's like, oh man, they're they're all going right for my. My Amy Man Bachelor number two mofi. Oh God. <laughs> I will say that if you're one of those people who likes, you know, like grunge textures, uh, getting a silverfish infestation could be one of the best ways to get like some really authentic, like paper tearing Ooh. kind of things going on for some high quality scans. I mean, that's that's like a business waiting to happen. Everybody's doing that now. You start you scanning look that like kind you of stuff. You don't take care of your Boom. stuff. Silverfish, right. get them. I had to, um, before we leave, I, I'm trying, like I did a big clean of my whole apartment, maybe 
two months ago. It's not like it was out of hand filthy, but I really didn't move all the furniture away from the walls and dust everything. And apparently they also like to eat dust. So I pushed Mm -hmm. everything away from the walls and cleaned all the baseboards yesterday. And I found some of their, um, like exoskeletons, which apparently they, they shed like crazy. Oh my God. uh, They're pretty cool. looking. Yeah. I'm coming out of this a silverfish fan. (laughs) Yeah. you're calling your landlord and you're like, no, Actually, I want to keep yeah. them. They're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of sick, though. <laughs> Just get like Never a box mind. of them. I like them. <laughs> um, yeah, my partner before, right before quarantine had uh, bed bugs. So when we oh, came no. back here, everything had been bombed. So everything was better. But all the furniture was pulled out, like a bunch of stuff still in like bags and stuff. Yeah. Mm. But it's like quarantine happening and bed bugs. It has to be like the biggest nightmare i, I can't think. imagine <laughs> jesus luckily uh it, right when quarantine started we we're at my place in the beginning so that's when everything got bombed and everything here that's good we had like day three of this my sink like 10 gallons of water just gushed out from under my sink and they were brown water and i have like um it's basically like one room has everything in this apartment other than the bedroom so I thought it was wastewater because of the color. Um, right. Apparently, it's just that the the pipes had rusted out, so all of the water just flowed through rusty pipes and created that color. But we couldn't get anyone in to fix it, so um, Dylan just like figured it out with plumbing YouTube, which was kind of impressive. Wow. Um, and then my closet also collapsed like two weeks in. Jesus, it just wasn't. It's just installed really badly, um, so it ripped out the wall with it and all oh I just haven't, I'm like, oh I, I'm not going anywhere i don't need to really deal with this so all my clothes have just been underneath the closet bar and all of the drywall that collapsed with it for like <laughs> maybe shit. like seven weeks now oh so my i just didn't there was no point in dealing with it it's not like i'm wearing much more than sweatpants every day yeah um, i'm wearing the same sweatpants every day but i'm glad they're gonna shorts. come in and fix it finally <laughs> Just kind of wearing like the everyday clothes now. I got like three t-shirts and this one pair of shorts that are like really easy to hand wash. Nice. So I'm just hand washing the shorts all the time. And Aaron, you said you've been wearing a three-piece suit every day? Um, yeah, I've I've been trying to do white tie. Um, white tie. <laughs> yeah, and but it's a little warm for that. It's it's a little humid today. It's warm enough, so yeah. I've had to uh downgrade to black tie. I was oh, okay. super stoked that it's that like raining. That makes a lot of sense. Because mm-hmm. they opened the beaches and I'm like, man, I don't want all these people to go out and like infect each other. So I'm glad that probably a lot of people didn't go because of the weather. Mm. I mean, it's nice to let people go to the beach this holiday weekend, but like... You're not going to be smart about it. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I no. go outside to go to the store for like one second. You know, I got a mask and everything. And there's like five like old polish dudes outside smoking cigarettes at the store with no masks and i'm just like uh can you not stand right in front of the door please (laughs) yeah people are not uh they either can't gauge distance or they simply don't care definitely some people take it more seriously than others for sure i just think like the general public um and this is based on pure anecdotal like what i'm observing but like it's been so long like however many months that people are just like tired of doing the whole mask and like, yeah, you know, hand washing routine. And people are just like, they don't care anymore, especially if they ha- themselves haven't gotten sick yet. Well, they just kind of feel like of it's this like, like I see silly people, ritual. I see people out with masks, 
like hanging off the side of their face, like not yes, all. Of it's like, that one's wild. Like, what are you that doing? So wild. You, you literally got the mask. You're wearing it incorrectly. Like you're so close to doing the right thing. It's honestly a little funny. I kind of love seeing the mask down, and someone has like Starbucks, and that's why their mask is down. <laughs> I see that too, and it's like you're really gonna drink that on the street. Like oh I'm like terrified to drink or eat outside right now. I would be yeah. taking it home, like heating it up, and then re-icing it and in my own container. <laughs> exactly. If I if were I to go to up- Starbucks, which why would you right now? I, I have like zero ease outside right now either. Like I'm really mm. like like on edge, like looking around, crossing yeah. the street when people are coming. Like I feel like yeah. my partner's I'm- getting to the point where like she doesn't want to go out with me anymore because I'm like not relaxed. It's too tense. <laughs> I get that. Mm-hmm. I've been going running sense. a couple times a week and I wear I wear the mask for the whole run, regardless of whether I see a person and I'll cross the street if you know someone's coming. And it's pretty frustrating. It's, I mean, it's getting to be, it cooled down a little bit this past week, but it's been hitting 80 in Philly and I'm wearing a run. I'm wearing a mask for like a 10 mile run. And then I see people just like blocking the whole sidewalk, sitting out in lawn chairs. None of them Uh, wearing masks and there's nowhere for me to go because they've blocked the whole street. I'm like, come on. It's hard to breathe. It's so hard. It's hard to even just breathe walking around in a mask like uh-huh. we'll go like take a walk and wearing the mask and i i'm like like almost out of not like out of breath but like i'm like ready to take the mask off and like get some fresh air like when we get back it's hard like, yeah. going on a run like not only are you dodging people who are just like existing in the street but like you're i bet it's also like exa- even more exhausting it's like the equivalent the of on. adding a bunch of altitude basically because yeah. your lungs just can't yeah. get the right amount of oxygen Man. i've had to Another- definitely take take down the mileage and and just go at a much slower speed because i get lightheaded otherwise yeah another problem i've had being out is since quarantine started i've been like more scared for my respiratory system so i stopped smoking cigarettes and now when i'm outside i see people smoking cigarettes and i really want cigarettes (laughs) so being home and not seeing anyone smoking one has been great but uh are you not drooling either i'm drooling but it's not the same yeah, and even that I don't want to do. It's not like good, yeah. but it's better. Well, congrats on quitting cigarettes. We started watching Mad Men again. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst one to now watch. Now I'm like, I really smoke. want cigarettes. You're like, oh, I just want to drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes. It makes all smoking the time. way too glamorous. Like it literally <laughs> looks too cool in that show. It's just like and that then, looks delicious, like a little slice like, of heaven. To try to compensate, I smoke the weed, and then I'm like, why do I have hives? <laughs> you know, to bring it right. full circle. So Mad Men, it's really fucking me up right now. Did you watch the um, this like stupid Kimmy Schmidt Choose Your Own Adventure movie? So I never finished the last season, so now I'm re-watching the last season so I can watch the Choose Your Own Adventure movie. I thought the last season was pretty bad, but I actually kind of liked the movie. But I okay. don't even really want to talk about the movie. Just John Hamm brought me to remembering that I, when I watched this Kimmy Schmidt movie, uh, John Hamm plays the like reverend that abducts Kimmy Schmidt's character. And I was just looking up their working relationship and it turns out he was her eighth grade drama teacher. Oh yeah. No, what? I think I had heard that Ellie Kemper, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, to bring that full circle, how they both kind of blew up on in the same era of TV and got to yeah. like help each other out. Love she's it. great though. I love her. She's great. 
in everything she does. Ellie Kemper. Yeah, I like her. I think she was, I think she got her start. She was like an NBC page or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. And then she was the, uh, she was in that video uh, where she was like pretending to give like really bad oral sex. <laughs> oh, Damn, yeah. I've missed that all was, the early um, Ellie Kemper jams. I feel like it's, uh, it was like with Donald Glover, like the online videos he used to make. Yeah, what oh, was the, the like, mystery? What, what was it called? Mystery Team? No, no, it was that called was the, that was the movie. It was called yeah. uh, something comedy. Um, uh, Derek, Derek comedy. Derek, Derek oh, yeah. comedy. Oh my god, those are ancient. That's like yeah, old school web web comedy. That's it's so funny. Pretty yeah. childish Gambino. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, those were pretty good back in the day. I haven't revisited. I wonder if they hold up. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine that a lot of them probably don't hold up, just based on <laughs> what I remember seeing of them. <laughs> I watched like a YouTube video of like an Andy Malinakis skit this morning, like the one where he's selling beer on the street, and I was like, "How is this like even remotely okay?" When we watched it originally. It's Wasn't just like that for the man show. He was my. the man show kid. Yeah, I think so, but it, it was so wild because it was just like. We like literally the only thing we could make that was funny in like the 2000s was just shock jock humor. It was it. There was no like no way to be funny otherwise. It was the only thing mm-hmm. that was being produced. Nah, there was like Flight of the Concords also. That's true. That's true. <laughs> to bring it back to the what we do in the shadows. Oh shit. All TV is connected. It's fucked. <laughs> it's crazy. Speaking of that, I watched Tremors the other day, Kevin Bacon, and I was like, each of these actors, it, it's kind of like an, a virus, the infection, and then they they work with two other actors, and then they work with two other actors, and that's the degrees of Kevin Bacon. Mm. So he is like patient zero for the Kevin Bacon virus. Mm. Damn. Which, the degrees of Kevin Bacon, it's like how many degrees before someone's worked with Kevin Bacon. Tremors was the weirdest Dune adaptation that existed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very soft sci-fi comparatively. Yeah, very soft. It was like the uh, the children's version of Dune. Yeah, Dune <laughs> exactly. Junior. Dune Junior. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dinosaur Junior thing, right? Makes sense. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it is so humid out today. Are you all in New York? Yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just like. Inside nonstop because shit's like insane here right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I, I'm not operating dissimilarly in Philly. Yeah, I got a lot of friends in Philly, and you know, they're doing the same thing, just staying inside. Yeah, other than when I if I run once in a while, I haven't been in any businesses. Yeah, we've just been going on like walks in the neighborhood, but I have that citizen app and I just keep seeing crazy crime happening. So yeah. I'm like freaked out. It's been people um, there was a shooting right across the street from me, like the house I look out on a couple really? ago, a month ago. I feel like That's um, insane. there's been pretty bad stuff going on around West Philly. Mm. Yeah, like same here, like uh the I'm in Greenpoint and I just keep seeing like guns, like gun notifications of people mm. having guns out and shootings mm-hmm. and shit. And I'm like, all right, well, if I'm going to go outside, I'm going to walk during the day and I'm going to go with somebody else. And then when it gets dark, I'm not leaving the apartment. Yeah. But I bought some lawn chairs. So we've been taking those on the roof, which is yeah, pretty cool. I've been doing the same thing, actually. Yeah. It's, it's it, not even really a roof. It's like, um, there's like a, a tiny little, maybe I can't measure dimensions. 
Maybe it's like six feet by six feet that connects the building next to me and mine between our bathrooms. Mm. <laughs> and, I mean, it's uh, like I go sit out the there only, and just hope no one's showering. It's the only place I feel like comfortable. I'm like I can be outside. There's mm-hmm. no no one comes up on the roof. I don't have to wear a mask mm-hmm. up here. There's no one up here. I can just like sit because I'm just sitting on the couch. Otherwise, it's like I'd rather be outside. That's great. That's wake up and you're like, thing. where am I going to sit today? Basically, the outside or inside? Can't wait to sit. When I go up there, I listen to podcasts and I like pace and like walk in circles so I can like be moving. You know, you're kind of like a like an older man in like Florida now who just like chills on his porch and listens to talk radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from Florida, so it makes sense. And except for you, quit smoking. I'm I'm in my 30s, so yeah, I'm getting there. You know. You're you pretty much just you know Jeff. There's this thing called radio, and it's podcasts all the time. You don't even gotta yeah. change it. The ideas are a podcast. little wild though, so I would be careful on like where you go there. But it is yeah, just like I'm live. Slowly podcasts. making the the transition from FM to AM. Yeah, <laughs> gotta love it. Frequency modulation to amplitude modulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. makes sense. <laughs> well, so Sadie, I think. Earlier, I, I tried to bring up the uh, the single you just dropped. Oh yeah, which is, what I talked about, Tony Junior. Which <laughs> yeah, was valid, one hundred percent worth visiting. But uh, he's so but, he's no, a cute little say, guy. The song is the song is awesome. Thank you. Um, very very yeah, good. Like speaking of movies that got made before quarantine, and there's only a few of them. I feel glad that I got to do a studio album before all this, and not. Um, not one recorded in my basement. Yeah, so right. So this is this is the Sad Thirteen album. Yeah, which we, I have not announced yet, but um, I was gonna say I was like I didn't know about this. Time isn't <laughs> real, and you know, press embargoes are fake. Uh, you got, yeah, you got a, about a week to announce it before this episode comes out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think we announce it in a month, but so I, you know, I mean, everybody knows. You know, I'm tweeting all the time. If anyone really cared to to blow up the fact that I've been working on an album. They've had like a year to do it. So right. it's definitely Dog something whistling. to keep your eyes out. And it's sick that something new will come out because like, ev- like, you know, same with TV. Everyone's like, needs something new just like to consume while they're stuck at home. It just makes mm-hmm. things so much easier and feels more normal. Like, oh, albums are still coming out. They're still putting new TV shows up. It's like a sense of normalcy that is necessary right now. Yeah, and I feel like compared to, to um, film and TV, so many of us have decent enough home studios that it won't feel like such a lapse. Um, mm-hmm. I think people are working on albums at home that, that sound as good as anything. But um, right. personally, I was pretty psyched to get to work in real places that aren't just like a basement that doesn't have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we're, Jacob was saying in our last episode to the guests that we had that every album right now is bedroom pop music now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kind of sick. You know, I'm like, me in college is thrilled for bedroom, bedroom pop, pop albums. Bedroom pop has gone through a lot of changes and it's really back to its roots now. It's about things that are recorded in the <laughs> it's, bedroom. It's about the, the bedroom, yeah. <laughs> because it was bedroom pop was you record in the bedroom and then it just became white people doing R&B and then it mm. went back. Now it's back to just in the bedroom, which I think yeah. is nice. <laughs> We've come full circle. Words have so, meanings. If there's anything we can be thankful for during this whole thing, it's that bedroom pop 
went back to basics. So it's beautiful. <laughs> I'm just trying Thanks, to do bedroom some like, bedroom new metal. That would yeah, be that's good. what I'm saying. I'm, be I, uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with new metal, so good as you should it's be. An, it's, it's important. It's an important American cultural who's your touchstone. Fave? My fave. Uh, I'm partial to Limp Biscuit, but nice. I, I I like Corn. You know, cool. some Lincoln Park. Yep. Hybrid Theory. Um, I don't know. I could go on. I'm from Florida. You know. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> that that says it all. <laughs> I'm really, yeah, I like it all. Uh, Deftones, I think, is one of my favorite oh, bands. Deftones, Deftones rules. Incubus, yeah. I still listen to all the time and love. Incubus, yes. Uh, I I got roasted. I worked at a, a record store, and on a Black Friday, or a record store day, I like, they were like, what records do you want that's coming out? And I bought like the Make Yourself and the Morning View Hell yeah. <laughs> reissues. This was like, this was years ago. This was about... So this was like 2013 and I think that was the first time I saw Speedy also in Tampa at Mojo Books. Oh cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fun was show. It was very, very cool. sweaty. Yeah, we drove over from Orlando for like the night or something and it was awesome. Like Major Arcana had just come out and working at the record store I was like, okay, well, we're playing this record all the time and it's sick, so we're going to go to Tampa <laughs> to see you guys play. Oh, that's awesome. And, and that was the first time. Of course, I've seen you in New York at like many places. Silent and not Barn. those stores. <laughs> yeah, I think the weirdest show I saw you play was uh, the Joe's Pub when David Cross yeah. and Billy Crudup. Yep. I have a I really was... good picture of Billy Crudup photobombing me and David Cross and the host of that um, that show. <laughs> <laughs> I was nice. bummed because it was supposed to be Greta Gerwig initially was, when yeah. I bought the ticket. But you know, Billy Crudup. It's like that's a it's a good substitute. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a fun that, show. I was just thinking about. I can't remember why was I thinking about it. I don't know, but I, it's it, it crossed my mind. I feel like um the past two months because there's nothing else to do. I'm just remembering my entire life in weird flashes. And uh, yeah. <laughs> the Joe's Pub <laughs> talk show was one that entered kind of recently. Yeah, I, I mean, really... what were you saying, Jacob? Nothing. You were, though. Don't fake it out. Um, I have a really good memory of Major Arcana. It came out, and I realized something like really important about like living life as a human during it. So I used to listen to Tiger Tank like all the time on the bus because I thought that song ruled. And I was like going Hell to yeah. class Love and, like, the bus. In, in Gainesville, Florida, like taking the like local bus to get to school or whatever and i had realized at that point that if you listen to your headphones all the way up like the apple earbuds it pretty much just plays out the side of them and someone tapped on me and told me hey you got to turn that down it's way too loud and i've just been <laughs> listening to the same song like four times in a row and so i was very embarrassed first off but then i also i mean i learned a very important life lesson which is that if you turn the headphones all the way up they kind of become small speakers that's yep. all i had to share that was it well, that's my know. biggest paranoia of being in public, <laughs> for sure. That your music's someone's too like, loud. Someone's yeah. holding up like um, a Shazam like next to your ear because mm -hmm. they're like, "This song is sick," but I don't want to bother him. <laughs> there have been times where like I've been sitting on the subway and then like the person sitting next to me will like stand up and move or like leave the car. Yeah, and then I realize that I've been listening to like. I don't know some Deli weird, too loud. some weird metalcore song five uh -huh. times in a row, and I'm like, "Damn, that must have been me." 
you listen to songs five times in a row on the train, so like your whole train ride is one. Yes. That's nice. I, mean, that's, I like you that. Gotta, that's, you got to study my, it, though. You got to study the track. I have, that is literally, and it's my biggest musical shame because I feel like it's such a terrible way to listen to music, but it's how my brain needs to consume things. I will spend my entire commute on my way to work looping the same song over and over again. If <laughs> just, I'm feeling just something, tr- I do the same thing. I think just that's, try to, I, yeah. you know, and it's like it's like the serotonin, the first serotonin hit. Like you know, let's see, let's say either you hear a song you really like for the first time, and it like kind of blows you away, or you like remember an old song that you haven't listened yeah. to in a while. I will try to recapture the same serotonin hit for my whole commute and it will never quite get there until i'm completely sick of the song and i have to pick a new song just out of necessity you're always going to be chasing the dragon you know i know yeah that's that's me with uh i was dj is better off alone once a week i'm like time to listen to six times it really does it really does just opens right up same with shares believe you know oh yeah what have we been listening to I i feel like we haven't really talked about what we've been listening to recently on the podcast. My current like nonstop song is the from the Char- new Charlie XCX album Anthems. Oh, that song. Ooh. I just want to hear that like 10 it's times so in a row. It's so good. I've just been listening to that new Magnetic Fields record, the Quickies album. That shit is very good. I've been listening to Anthems and Claws of the two on yeah. there that I just like, can't stop listening to. They're ridiculously good. I think both of those were uh, produced by Dylan, Dylan Brady. Brady from 100 yep. Gex. Yeah. Oh, nice. Dylan Brady and I've been DMing about doing a, a Steely Dan like impressions band oh for like God. a year. <laughs> Holy And I shit. feel like they blew up since this conversation started, but I still want to do it. I feel oh like that might my. shut down the insane Johnny meme account for good. <laughs> definitely would. Which would be, be amazing. Much. I haven't seen an insane Johnny post in like months i feel like i've like maybe like it just stopped showing up on my feed well unlike everyone else in the world uh wolf eyes is on tour so that's why he's busy are they really he's he's, yeah he's touring all the all the venues right now he's the only act (laughs) but he's booked every night Uh, he posted three minutes ago i guess the the machine doesn't stop i guess i just like i'm not getting served the posts anymore he's probably soft blocked you or something maybe so (laughs) It's fair. Yeah. I understand, I mean, we, John. We did we did do a cameo for him. We we got him to shout the podcast out, which he yeah, that is true. Did not that is do. true. <laughs> I want my twenty dollars back. <laughs> you should uh, file a claim with cameo. Be like, hey, file a claim, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get my twenty dollars worth here. I've been listening to a new Charlie XCX album. I've been listening to uh, the new Caitlin Aurelia Smith album. Oh, I've been meaning to check that out. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. Super, super good. I like all of her work. All the, I do too. the previous stuff. The meditations and yoga one, I hilariously like to just listen to in the morning sometimes just to like open my mind a little bit, I yeah. guess. But no, I think she's great. Uh, that's been really good. Those have been like really the only two though. I feel like I haven't listened to near as much music as I normally do because kind of yeah, take the neither. commute out of the equation. And like, yeah. I'm not exactly. trying to, exactly. I'm not trying to block people out from like talking to me and like going in my own <laughs> worlds because I'm like literally yeah. just in my apartment all the time. So it's, <laughs> I'm kind of I've just there. been, um, I've just been f- past couple days, the Stupid Horse Remix Nice. Which is pretty sick. Um, and then the new uh, Lady Gaga single that just dropped. Uh, <laughs> all, all my friends have been uh, uh, standing hardcore on Twitter. I don't know if I Twitter. like it. I don't know if really? I like it. I'm, I might I've need more time I've heard a couple people it. with some some lukewarm takes on it. I just think it's it's just a straight up 
feel good song that like it especially right now feel good song of the quarantine you know you know what it is it's like it's the song that would be playing in every gay bar relentlessly and that's like what i miss right now and like all my friends that i know from like nightlife are missing and so like all of them are like all my friends are posting like i don't give a fuck if you don't like the new lady gaga like i just want to like close my eyes and pretend that i'm at the rosemont like with a fucking vodka tonic or some shit like i think that's part of my problem like i heard it and was like i want to hear this in a place and i'm just in my bathroom scrubbing the floor yeah no it's that's yeah that's the dissonance of it the move is probably to start making bad gin and tonics at home and listening to it then you'd really feel like you're in the rosemont that's what i've been just trying get some, to do some well gin and some bad tonic water you're just like yeah. here i'm some there stale ass tonic water every yeah. time you pour yourself one you leave like 14 dollars on the kitchen counter <laughs> spill a spill a couple on the floor so it just kind of smells weird yeah. i saw a tweet the other day that was like i've been pouring bad beer on my floor so i could feel like i'm in a dive bar (laughs) (laughs) which you know hits close to home for me because i am a bartender and Mm -hmm. have been not making drinks right my um my bandmates and i all have um leftover like rider alcohol from when we were last touring i don't tend to drink at home because i'm not a i'm not home very much and b i get enough of that on tour so I've just had um, various handles of Tito's sitting in my freezer for like the past two years. And they're finally <laughs> wow. um, finally seeing some circulation in the apartment. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, some aged Tito's. Put some sprouts seltzer in there with the, the Tito's. And I feel like I'm playing someone's house. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Like I'm a, I'm a bartender, house. so I, I never drink at home because I'm yeah. like, I'm surrounded by drinks all the time. Yep. So I, I bought a couple bottles for quarantine and I'm like, barely touching them but it is probably the most i've ever drank at home since like i was 22 <laughs> yeah i've had five i've had five drinks since i since quarantine started which for me is like early march mm-hmm. and um that's more than i've had at home maybe ever <laughs> but it's kind of fun yeah i mean we're like there's like a when we go on our walks there's like a wine store so we buy bottle of wine every now and then for like dinner you know oh nice i had a wine for um for passover for passover exactly that Mm -hmm. took me like a month to finish and um (laughs) i didn't realize wine i didn't know wine goes bad did you get no i got i got white wine (laughs) you got white wine i wasn't going that deep (laughs) i thought it was funny like during passover they were like you're supposed to leave the glass of wine out for elijah and they're like quarantine don't do it like act like elijah's not coming and it's like you know he's not really coming anyway <laughs> i kind of like that though <laughs> you Imagine can leave it out day, right. someone what woke does elijah's up, though, apartment look like elijah like actually had the damn wine and they'd be like oh my god it's elijah i'd imagine <laughs> someone like pulling a prank on their whole family just drinking the glass of wine for elijah be it's like santa it's the santa thing yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's like the milk and cookies except uh-huh. elijah just comes and gets drunk and then dips <laughs> I mean, like any of us at Passover. Yeah. Elijah is more real to life than Santa, I think. You know, he's For like sure. the uh, the relative. It's more that realistic comes that over. someone would come over and, and drink your alcohol than that someone would come over and just leave you a bunch of presents for no reason. Right. 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 Just yeah, at least, yeah, at least there's a there's a uh, compensation uh, transaction happening with Santa. There, there must there's be just, just like a question of uh, believability, a believability factor. No one's going to come leave presents, but they will come drink your alcohol. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Santa's probably got to have like a serious blood sugar spike if he's eating all those cookies too. Just, uh, just Santa, I mean, Santa has diabetes. I feel like sure. this this time this time in quarantine is when we can start answering some questions like this. Some things that we just some decided hard, hard hitting questions we just, that everyone's we too afraid we to don't answer. Pause to think about this kind of stuff. But when mm-hmm. you think about it, like there's got to be some really 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 tough kind of like blood sugar roller coaster stuff going on with Santa Claus on Christmas. He probably doesn't like prep eating that many cookies and milk beforehand, and then boom, Christmas comes around. He's eating just cookies and milk nonstop. He's going to everyone's house. He doesn't want to disappoint, so he's eating like six cookies a house. You, you multiply that by how many people celebrate um, Christmas, and he has to go to their house. I mean, that's that's just such an incredible spike. You don't think just, that Santa has like a Kobayashi level, like <laughs> he's dunking eating the, the cookies in the milk before he eats them to make them faster? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I feel well, like Santa Santa's one thing, but his reindeers have to eat so many fucking carrots. Aww. Oh yeah. Well, they're they're like they want to eat carrots all they're happy to keep eating the carrots. I guess so. You kind of need to fuel up a ton if you're a reindeer. And yeah, that's a lot of exercise. Everywhere. Yeah. Do y'all think that uh Santa has any like like long standing like issues with like the Girl Scouts of America because the Girl Scout cookie season is not in the winter mm. and he never gets to eat mm. Girl Scout cookies? He wants that homemade so. shit. He's probably pissed. Someone should save him a Samoa Vintage this year. No one's saving that shit, man. No one yeah, saves Girl Scout cookies. Come on. Yeah, they do in the freezer. Well, maybe a Thin Mint or something. A Thin Mint, yeah. <laughs> thin Mints are free. So it's resolved. Yeah. We're going to give Thin Mints to Santa this, this year, December if he's allowed to Santa. leave his house. <laughs> We're starting the new hashtag. Save your Thin Mints for Santa. Wait, when <laughs> did the Girl Scout cookies go on sale? I feel like Is it's summer, isn't it? Yeah. I just need the, to put my pre-order in. The Girl Scout Spring Summer 2020 drop. Yeah, it's yeah, like a supreme drop. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, the the Samoa Daniel Johnston collaboration is about to come out. Oh god. <laughs> Dude, I would buy that. I would buy that for sure. I'd buy Daniel 10 Johnson of them. Girl Scout cookies 100%. Yeah. For sure. You know, they'd be What's the frog's name again? They'd be called um Oh shit! I'm forgetting the character's name. It's called the Austin Texas Mural Frog. <laughs> no, there, he has a name. Oh uh, man, I can't remember. Jeremiah the Innocent. Jer- yes, Jeremiah the Frog. That's right. Jeremiah, Jeremiah the Innocent. Jeremiah, that? yeah, the thin of thin of thin There you go. It's the thin this is Makes why they're writing teams. Hey, Girl Scouts of America, I will be sending you an invoice for um, brand strategy and marketing services. Uh, please pay within 30 days. Um, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. That reminds me, today's episode is brought to you by Intuit QuickBooks. Are you trying Fuck. to... Ma- <laughs> no, I haven't done my taxes yet, dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. No sponsors. Never except mind. Frosted Flakes, of course. No gods, no masters. Except for Frosted Flakes. And I honestly, I kind of want to try those Tony Jr. Frosted Rice things because they sound like like Rice Krispies, but with like frosting on them. And that sounds so good. I don't know why those aren't just like a Rice Krispie treat, but not bunched yeah. together. Exactly. Folks, I have a really hard question for you. Mm-hmm. Which checks version is the best? Ooh. Corn checks, rice checks, or wheat checks? Are Isn't you there about one that's the, like like eating the cereal like, like with milk? Yes, standard 
checks. I think just the, cereal milk. The checks is a great example of a like a cereal where they had like this thing that wasn't good and they managed to fix it by mixing it up with other stuff. That might be true, but this is I'm just going for a bare bones. Uh-huh. If you had three boxes like a of New cereal. England thing, like do they eat checks in New England? I just don't ever <laughs> recall eating checks. Checks are great. It wasn't it, my it, it wasn't it wasn't the biggest uh uh-huh. cereal uh being from Massachusetts, but um I definitely remember being fascinated that there is three different kinds. Well, there's yeah. four actually. Wheat, the best kind is uh the stimulus checks. Mm, that's a good point and i they're, didn't think about that they're hard to get but they are hard to get when you get when you get your hands on a box don't let go mm-hmm. that that's so wild to me that the whole stimulus check thing it's like you know we're gonna be closed down for a couple of months what the people need is twelve hundred dollars yep that'll get them through wait you you motherfuckers want more money well they wanted what the me fuck? to afford one month of rent in new york yeah <laughs> so Makes sense. I want to thank Sadie for coming on. Sadie, do you have anything to plug? I know you have the new single. You have more music coming in the future. Oh my gosh. I, I want really what I want to plug is all this frosted rice checks stuff I'm finding <laughs> on eBay. Um, what yeah. do I want to plug? I have a song out. It's called WTD um, through Adult Swim. I will have more stuff in a month. I don't know. What is time? Um, what can I plug? Uh, I started working with the Union of Musicians and Allied Workers, which just um, came out. We just dropped the union this month. Nice. Um, so you can drop. I would I would plug unionofmusicians.org. There's an cool. open letter that you can sign and different ways to get involved by calling Congress. And yeah, that's my plug. Very Hell cool. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank union you for coming drop. on. Hopefully we can crowdsource some money so we can try the Paquita one chip challenge. I'm, yep. I'm so ready. And when that is done, we will have video for everybody. <laughs> I got a shit ton of boutique hot sauce right at the start of this. And I have been yes. uh, dumping it on everything. So I feel like I'm more ready than I've ever been for this one chip challenge. Oh yeah. We're training. That's what the rest of quarantine is. Training it's, like, uh, it's like Ninja warrior. You see all those people building, uh, you know, stuff in their backyard to train for Ninja yeah. Warrior. Oh yeah, that's us, but with hot food and and hot chip. I got some yeah. uh, some Xi'an chili oil. I've been putting on everything. Nice. It's just good. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm ready. I'm not scared. Awesome. Well, thank you all, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye, everybody. All right, bye.
Love her for a father. What is the trauma? 